0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وعلى سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اللهم اخرجني من اللهم افتح يا we continue our discussion about manners of reading. So we talked about the significance of reading and what should we read. Mm -hmm. Now we want to talk about how should we read. Mm -hmm. So there are several things that we should consider in reading. First of all, time. You should choose a time which is suitable for reading. If you are a student, of course, you read any time which is available. For a student, reading cannot be limited to certain time. Sometimes you study 10 hours, 12 hours, 14 hours. So then for you, what you can do is to find what time is most productive, read in that time difficult subjects. The time which is not good for reading, do it, for example, use it for homework or for discussion or for reading things which are not very serious. So the student needs to study as much as possible. So he can just choose what to do with that time, which is not very productive. But the people who study only one hour, two hours per day, then they should choose the best time of the day for studying, early morning, or for example in the night before they go to sleep if they are fresh. Because sometimes when you have done everything, you have you know, had your dinner, salad, everything, Sometimes you have a time to read, especially if as family you can have this habit of reading. So when you are very sleepy, it's not a good time. Or when you have just eaten, especially if you have had a heavy meal, it's not a good time for reading. Uh, So selection of time is very important. You, You want a time in which your body would not be a problem, because reading is digestion of knowledge by your soul. If body is too tired or too, you know, I don't know, full, it would not help in this process. Place is also very important. If it is too hot or too cold, again, you cannot concentrate. Temperature should be moderate, light should be suitable, noise as much as possible should be avoided because if there is noise, there is distraction. And also, if the place is suitable for reading, for example, if you have a study room, if you have a library very good for reading. The place in which you eat or you sleep might not be good. Of course people are different. Some people when they read in kitchen maybe they have good concentration. (laughs) (laughs) Some people go to coffee shop and read you know nowadays. Uh, So you can find out what is the best for you. But normally if you want to have deep study and deep reading it should be in a place which is prepared for reading like a study room, library, mm-hmm. a place which is not used for other purposes, so that when you go to that place, automatically your mind is ready for mm-hmm. reading. It's better not to use that for other purposes. If you want to have a long conversation over phone, come out of your study room so that your study room in your mind is associated with reading so this is important if in your room you can have pictures of some ulama that you love you know like allah mutaba for example the people that when we look at them we are reminded of taqwa and knowledge mm-hmm. automatically they bring this to our mind, Mm. this would be also very good. Mm -hmm. To set your chair and desk in the way that you face Qibla Mm -hmm. is very important. Because this is Ibadah, we should face Qibla. To be with Wuzu is very important. Some people may not understand, but Alhamdulillah we understand that when you have Wuzu, This helps your understandings. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Those who are not religious people, you know, they don't understand, they take a cup of wine and, you know, start study. But for us, we face qibla, we, you know, make wuzu, we start with the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because this helps us to, inshallah, better understand because understanding comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This dua that uh, we normally say at the beginning is in mafati. It's good to recite, "Allahumma akhrajni min zulumatil Oh Allah, please take me out of darkness of illusion. Sometimes we are, unfortunately, not understanding. We think we understand. We are confused. There is illusion. We want to be removed and taken out of the darkness of illusion and confusion. Mm-hmm. And honor me with the light of understanding. Allahummaftah alayna Oh Allah, please open to us the gates of your mercy. If mercy comes, understanding comes, knowledge comes, wisdom comes. Please spread. For us the treasures of your knowledge. Because treasures of knowledge and treasures of every good thing is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Shahirullah Khazar. Because of your mercy, O most merciful after merciful. So to start with this dua is very good. Uh, Sheikh,
2: yes. What
1: uh, beginning with Akhredzni. 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 The with first
0: two is single. single.
1: And the
2: second is the third? Regular.
0: Yes. Reason of. Uh, we have this in some other du'as that you may start as a single but then you expand for several reasons. The main reason is that as I have been telling many times, we should always try to have mentality of we. Mentality of we. When it is a problem, then I can say me. What? There is, when there is something good, we should say we. So, Allahumma <laughs> akhrajni min wahm. Take me out of darkness of... uh, I don't want to say take us because this means that you are also in Zolomat. Okay? So maybe it's not very good for me to say to take us from Zolomat. I say take me. But then I go on and include everyone and say, you know, open the gates of mercy or spread the treasures of knowledge. So... Even if you start as me, then you should reach we. And this is very important. Even in salat, we say إياك wa وإياك نصلي till end as alayna wa ala ibadat. So mentality of we word called illusion? <laughs> vahm. Vahm. Vahm means illusion. means a kind of misunderstanding. Confusion. Vahm is opposite to Fahm. Fahm is understanding. Vahm is illusion. Confusion.
2: Is there any difference between Vahm and San?
0: That's a terminology in mantiq, that vahm is opposite to Zan. so vahm is less than 50, than is more than 50%, but uh, that's a special uh, expression in mantiq. So, turning towards qiblah, having wuzu uh, starting with the name of Allah, with dua, very important. Another thing to remember is You should try to choose a book which is suitable for you. Sometimes people have, for example, interest in philosophy. People have interest in But they don't have the prerequisites. They pick up a book which is very difficult for them to understand. This is like a newborn baby who wants to eat kebab. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. You have to have water, even very light milk, not even, you know, food. Yes. Uh, for the, not always we
1: know what is suitable for us. Yes. Uh, now I read I'm
0: reading again, now I'm reading again, I'll see something. I'll come to like, it's like we need to find out, uh, maybe sometimes we don't see something the first time, you we need to see a second time. Yeah. And uh, how do you find out? So you have to ask. It, you have to ask the people who have been through this process. So they have started like you, but they are now several stages ahead so they can tell you for example this book is good for you or not father yes yes so for example in the hose when we choose which textbooks you know to study we consider few things we consider whether this is required for another book or not, whether there is a prerequisite for it or not, which stage of that subject is discovering, and what is the style, how good is the explanation. Mm -hmm. So we consider many things. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we suggest a book. And sometimes we know that still that book might be difficult. Okay, that's not a problem because this might be the best choice, but not perfect. And secondly, sometimes we want to train. If you want to train people, you cannot train them in you know, very convenient situation. If you want to train commandos, you don't train them in five-star hotels. <laughs> <laughs> Take them to desert, to jungle. Yes? If you keep everything easy, then you cannot really train yourself. So sometimes you have to study Baba Hadi Ash. Word by word, you know, you have to struggle. But inshallah, then you become very well, you know, uh, equipped with reading skills. But it's very important that you benefit from experience of other people, from you know, uh, uh, expertise of other people. So this is the beauty of working under a program. Mm-hmm. So when you work under a program, then many things are already prepared for you. So you should choose a book which is suitable for you. The topic is suitable, the level is suitable, Language is suitable. But when you choose a book after careful examination, please try to complete it. Either don't choose a book or complete it. It's not good, you know. You read you know one chapter, you leave the book aside. And you take another book, you know, one chapter, you know, then leave it aside. This is a uh, damaging your confidence, because then you think you can n- not finish anything. It's very important that you are very careful in choosing a book. Uh, but then if you really found it's a good book, be patient. Yes, if you realize that it's not a good book, leave it. But I'm saying make sure that this is already you know, decided that's a good book. It's not good to say, okay, I read, you know, part of it, and if it is not good, I leave it aside. First, you should think, you should ask, you should examine, because your time is valuable. Yeah? You don't have, you know, too much time to waste. So, you know, I pick up the books, I read, you know, half of it, and then if I don't like it, I leave it. Your time is important. Also, your mind, when you read half of the book, it means that you have already used some of your mental space. Yeah. And sometimes these things never come out. You know, if you read a book that you don't like, yeah. sometimes it remains in your mind forever. At least in unconscious level, it remains. So it's better to do all the investigation before starting reading. If you found this book is good, finish it. When you finish one book after the other book, you know, you gain more confidence. Now, how to read? Topics are different. Some books, maybe if you read them once, it's enough. For example, you want to quickly know something about a historical period mm-hmm. of, for example, a country, or you want to know about one country. You want to travel, for example. You read something about that society or that country. But a scholarly books, I don't think you know reading once is enough. Because no matter how good is your memory you cannot learn and memorize everything just by reading once. One problem that we have is we don't read that much. But the second problem is even those things that we read we don't, you know, keep it. We don't memorize it. Imagine if all the things that you have read you had remembered how more knowledgeable you were now, yeah? Or if all the lectures that we listen to, if we remember them, we were much better. So, one style that some, you know, one of my teachers actually was telling was, uh, I think it's a good style, is if it is a good book, a book which is valuable, he was suggesting to read quickly, from the beginning to the end, without, you know, too much, you know, thinking and reflection. Once, quickly read the whole book. This is to get an idea about the book, you know what are in the book, what is coming, you know, later, and the main structure of the book. Then, second time, read carefully so our mind cannot keep everything at the same time first time if your mind can take some general ideas and some you know framework then second time those act as you know like hangers anchors and other things can be kept But if you just read it once, it's not good. Many times, uh, what comes later can help you understand why we study this now. So if you want to spend, for example, say, 30 hours on reading this book, Mm -hmm. divide it into two parts. Reading it quickly five, six hours, then go back, and spend twenty hours, twenty-four hours, but you have much better result than just reading once. Someone, had, yeah, yeah um, I mean, if you take the approach of the first time you read it, you write lots of
2: notes on it. As you go through it, could you take that as an optional? Uh, I
0: will options? talk, take, uh, talk about this. Thank you very much. So the the yeah. first is quick reading second is careful reading then taking notes few things that i think have to be considered this is by experience when you want to write down a summary don't write it by looking at the book Mm -hmm. this is almost useless Mm -hmm. Read, understand, and then what you understood, try to write it. If you didn't understand something, now you realize that there is something missing. So you read again, but then don't look at the book and try to write it. So this is a test for understanding whether you have understood or not. And second, it's good for your memorization. How much you should write down. Maybe you think everything in this book is good, I have to write down everything, but if it becomes, you know, almost the same thing, you know, it's not useful. I think you have to write down two major things. I was doing sometimes this. First of all, write down for yourself, like drawing, the flow of ideas. The flow of ideas is very important. For example, it's a book about akhlaq How did he start this? What was mentioned first? What was mentioned second? You know, this, actually, this is uh, expertise of people, you know, how to organize things. The sequence, the order is very important. Yeah? A good lecturer is not known only by the content. A good lecturer is known by also the way he organizes things. Yeah? Like, for example, a guide. A guide can take you to a historical place. It's very important how he starts. How he continues if he gives you all the information in the first place it's not good so the sequence the order is very important so for yourself especially inshallah if you want to become a writer later it's very important to write down for yourself the way he has organized the information and second the most important things that you have learned in this book Gradually, you should be having less need for writing because many things you know by yourself. Mm -hmm. But initially, Mm -hmm. you may take lots of notes. Mm -hmm. But what is important is review your notes after finishing the book. Mm -hmm. If you take the notes and then you leave it aside, what's the point? So after finishing the book, at least review your notes. Maybe after a few days, read your notes. Mm -hmm. So that you can remember. Mm -hmm. But the best way of learning is when you have questions in mind. The people who really are struggling for understanding a subject and already have questions in mind, They never forget. You know, if, for example, you have no question in your mind about hikmah, and you read a book on hikmah, maybe you don't get that much. But if you have been thinking about it, if you have been looking for ayat, for ahadith, for, you know, points about this, now, for you, this is a, you know, treasure. People who have questions, you know, like uh, someone who wants to be, like, inspector. Mm-hmm. They look for evidence. They never forget. Or if they forget, they forget less than other people. So try to be a person who thinks about the subject, has already some questions, some expectation and he is looking for answer. Like when you are thirsty and you go for drink, you enjoy more. When you are hungry and you go for food, you enjoy more. Questions, as we said before, is like hunger and thirst. When your mind has questions, already is hungry for knowledge. Mm-hmm. So you can better grasp it. You have questions. Um, yeah. What do you mean
2: specifically? Of personally or because there,
0: are, there can be many, many details. If you want to write down everything which is in that book, then it becomes very, you know, large, you know, uh, notebook. But the main things, the crucial things, the substantial things, the things that can be opening your eyes. These are very important. Or for example, then maybe when you read, that author refers to a book that says, this book is very useful. You take a note of this, and you should read yourself this book.
2: And if we take the option of note-taking, would you take the option of note-taking, and then take the other option of reading it first quickly, and then reading it a second time? Would you take no. that for? So point
0: first point? you read quickly. Second time, carefully, with taking notes. But first time, you just try to finish it. So, writing notes, writing summary, this is very important. Whenever I was preparing myself for exams, I always used to take notes for myself. And this was, for me, the best way for learning and memorizing if you you know classify subjects you know for yourself and in the way that it's good for you you make you know diagram you make classifications this is very helpful the other thing is some of the books are not the books for self-study. So, there are books that you have to learn by having a teacher. Some of the books is for self-study. Some of the books you can study yourself maybe later. For example, after studying two, three books on Aqaid, Maybe the, then you can study any book on Aqaid. But in the beginning, you had to take lessons. But some subjects like philosophy, like you know, Erfan, these are the subjects that need teacher because either you don't understand at all or you misunderstand. The chance of misunderstanding is very high. And these subjects also are very important. You know, if you don't misunderstand, sorry, if you don't understand or if you misunderstand physics, Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. If you don't understand or misunderstand maths, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's not a big deal. But if you don't understand questions about Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you misunderstand, you can become confused. Sometimes you can lose your iman. You can develop lots of doubts. So, some of the books are not for self-estudy. For example, Aswar by Mullah Sadra is not for self study mm. It's something that you have to take lesson in. Even, not everyone can teach. Or, you know, Fosus, or, you know, hard these books on Irfan, these are not for self study even if they are translated to English. Mm. First of all, we don't know the translator has understood himself or not. Even if he has understood, it doesn't mean that everyone who reads can understand because they need preparation, they need prerequisites. And in the Hose tradition, for us it's very important to understand things properly. As you see, you know, we I spend lots of time on reading line by line, paragraph by paragraph, mm-hmm. because we don't want to misunderstand. Mm-hmm. You see, in other religious traditions, there are tens of different <coughs> versions. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mention names, mm-hmm. but so many different you know mm-hmm. denominations and sects mm-hmm. and you know opinions, you know. And if you want to really understand what is the view of that religion or that tradition, it's very difficult. But alhamdulillah, in the school of Ahlul Bayt, we don't have that much, uh, you know, unhealthy diversity. We have diversity, which is good, but diversity in the sense that everyone says something different. Why? Because we have patience in learning. We study 15 years, 20 years with teachers, not just three, four years and graduate. For many years, we take, you know, when we have and so too, the teacher reads line by line, word by word for students. They do It takes lots of time. Normally, universities, they don't spend that much time. Yeah, they say you have, I don't know, four units, eight units, twelve units on this subject. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There can be holidays, there can be many things, uh, but that's the time that we have for you. Mm-hmm. But in the whole, uh, if we don't finish it, we don't go to the next book. We have to finish, we have to go page by page. Because we want to make sure that we understand properly. So, some of the books, you may not understand yourself, you need teacher, or at least the minimum is to listen to recorded lectures. But if you have access to teacher, recorded lecture is not supplement or replacement. It's not, a replacement, a substitute. If you don't have access to teacher, then recorded lecture. No one should say, I don't go to class because I have, you know, CD or, you know, on YouTube. If there is class, you have to go to the class. Because listening to teacher and having, you know, physical encounter is very important. There are lots of ways of communication which is not only through voice. Mm. Yes? if you stand before an alem, there are many ways that you can benefit that they cannot be recorded by camera. Mm -hmm. Camera only records part of it. Mm -hmm. So, if you don't go to the class and just watch what is recorded by camera, you only get part of it. Mm -hmm. So, if you have teacher, benefit from teacher or wait for the time that teacher is available? If not, record the lecture. But some of the books are good for self-study. But as we said, you have to find out whether it is good for you now or later. Maybe if you study now, every page takes five hours. If you study next year, every page takes two hours. So this is also important. Okay, the, I think Alhamdulillah I mentioned almost most of the things that I had here or maybe exactly everything Inshallah I think I mentioned. If you have any question you can Inshallah ask questions if you have any ideas. Uh, otherwise I think Alhamdulillah I have finished. Yes
2: two things I wanted to mention from the books I've read about how to read. Yes. Uh, One thing they mention is what they call the 80-20 rule, is that most of the important ideas are about 20% of the book, and 80% is spent explaining these. So that goes uh, along with what you mentioned about noting down the most important subjects, not necessarily the full description. And the other thing that, uh, with speed reading especially, is, for example, if you've noticed, if you're going by car at 60 miles per hour, and then you reduce your speed to 30, you feel a very big uh, difference. You feel very slow when you're going at 30. So if you if you try to read one page or two pages very, very quickly, and then go back to the normal speed, you will see that you are able to read faster without uh, compromising on your understanding of the text. So it's sort of training to read faster, but without compromising understanding. Uh, Thank all you. So, 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 so. Someone here raised Yes. I was just going to ask that when you're reading a book, usually
1: uh, is it a good idea um, to sort of uh, highlight things in the book as you're going
0: along? Yes, that is one way of like taking notes that yeah. you may highlight the books. But uh, I think what can be this is good uh, No problem. But what is more useful is when you read the book, then you close the book and you write down with your own wording. Mm -hmm. This is a kind of owning the idea. Mm -hmm. When you just highlight it, it's still the author's idea. But when you close the book and you think and you write it in your own style, this, inshallah, remains for you.
1: And you, you mentioned about
2: the, um, finding the optimal time which is suitable for you to read. Are there any particular recommendations that you feel you know uh, is, is quite a good time to read? Like for example, it could be sahar time. It, yeah, anything. You mentioned a few tips like facing the qibla, things like that. So to, to sort of get that spiritual, um, you know. Opening
1: of the
0: heart. Yeah. If possible, before Fajr is a very good time. And one of my teachers used to say that that is the best time for understanding the Quran. It's a blessed time, the time of Fajr or before Fajr. But uh, I didn't say it because uh, sometimes people, you know, lifestyle does not allow that or especially you know, sometimes here th- fajr is very early but if possible that's very good time before five and uh, if not possible before five at least between five and sunrises, these are very good times for some sisters if they don't work, maybe after children go to school and you no know, one goes to work, that's good time for a study if they don't work. For some people know, maybe the, the sisters have to work, so early morning or in the night. Uh, nowadays also sometimes you have to spend lots of time on the tube or you know in bus. That is also a time for a study, although it's not a good time, but at least you can use it if you don't have other choice. Uh, One of the ulama said he studied all eight volumes of, uh, you know, Abdu'l-Fattah, Abdu'l-Maqsoud and Imam Ali in Bas. He has written eight volumes of Imam Ali. He read all of it in Bas. So it's possible. What then? <laughs> no, no. It was in Iran. Yes.
1: Yeah. Four or five, because normally one is <laughs> very sleepy. Now you said you have to read when you're not sleeping. So how can you
0: get down? So it's a matter of. Also training ourselves. I'm not emphasizing, but if it is possible that you sleep earlier, so that five o'clock, for example, you have already slept enough, then this is good. But if we sleep late, of course, then we cannot wake up early. But in
1: summertime
0: in England, yes, summer uh, would be difficult. It's very difficult. Yes. Yes. And here also, because days uh, change a lot, it's very difficult to be organized. Because if you want to train yourself for a certain time, then sometimes it's before five, sometimes it's a Salat in Gaza. Say, for example, I want to do it five o'clock. But but, uh, (laughs) still, it's possible, still possible to train ourselves, but I don't want to disturb your ordinary life, but as much as possible with some, you know, manoeuvre, you can find a good time for reading. Yes? You. Um, how it, if you
2: read textbooks in Arabic, is it to do this even though we may sacrifice some of our
0: understanding? Um, Would a long picture to later on be able to read it? To you? you have to ask for advice. Ask. If, if your teacher says that, for example, for you now it is good to read this textbook in Arabic, then it's okay. Otherwise, you have to not uh, spend too much time now on something that later you can do it more easily. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to have a teacher, a guide for this.
2: So should we
1: stay with English books for now?
0: No, maybe the teacher says you should start now Arabic. Uh, There is no general answer. But I'm saying ask someone who is more experienced and more knowledgeable about this. It's like, for example, you ask a person who is expert in nutrition what type of food and diet I should have.
1: Yeah, on the question of uh, reading a book,
0: yes, I come across uh,
1: some ideas, uh, especially from some professors. One of them was suggesting that you first get a general idea of the book by looking at the book. You start with the contents. The contents will tell you what the book contains. Then when you open each chapter, just read the first line of the first paragraph of every page. And that will tell you exactly what the whole paragraph is about. When you finish with those chapters, then you can go into more detail. By then, you already have a general idea of what the whole book is about and what to expect because you go through the whole thing in, in summary from the beginning to the end. Uh,
0: maybe, but uh, I think this is for general books, but for scholarly books, if you just read the first line of paragraph, I don't think you get that much. <laughs> it's better to have a quick reading. And then go back again.
2: Yes. I so, sorry, I'll ask. You, I'll ask you. Mm-hmm. i just uh, that I think it was uh, Abhisina who read something forty times before he was able to understand it. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because he had no teacher. Mm-hmm. He had no teacher, so he had to read again and again mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. understand. Allah says, I never take any question to my teacher, in the sense that he used to study in advance and try hard to understand himself and going to teacher to make sure that he has not misunderstood. For example, if today we had in Usul you studied before coming to the class and try to understand everything, but then still you come to the class and check. Does teacher explain it in the same way that you understood or if there was a place that was not clear was difficult? In this way, you don't forget. Yes? Could you please advise us on uh, sleep and eat in moderation, especially being a full-time student? About sleeping and eating in moderation. So can you give us eating and eating and sleeping. So I mean so how many hours should we sleep in twenty-four hours and depends on your age. Yes, it depends on many things. Mm -hmm. Your age, your type of work. Some people, you know, maybe they have physical activities, you know, they need more sleep. But as average I think 6 to 8 hours as average. Those who are maybe younger, you know, they need more. But I don't think more than 8 hours is needed. Minimum 6? 6, I think, is also minimum. Five, six, six. I don't know, but he was very organized, and he—I'm sure he was sleeping
1: enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because if if you don't sleep enough, also your productivity goes down, your long-term health also will be damaged. But if you sleep too much, also you are wasting your life. Even again, it's bad for uh, your health if you sleep too much. So it's very important to find a balance. Yes. Uh, It's not my... A specialty, <laughs> but that type of food, which is difficult for digestion, either it makes your stomach very full or it takes too much energy from your body for digestion. That is not very good for a study. But uh, I'm sure those who are experts in nutrition, they can you know give better advice. You know what type of food to have. Or what is healthy uh, gives you enough energy but doesn't you know make you busy with just digestion yes in in the in the class we have uh, to face rubble as much as possible so now, either the teacher should face the qibla, or the Here, they have decided the teacher should face the qibla. But, uh, pardon? Yes. yes. Actually, I also asked a few weeks ago, why it's not the other way? Uh, but I think uh, there was a problem with uh, arranging the room. But alhamdulillah, now at least, uh, The teacher faces the (laughs) other. (laughs) Good. I think it's good. Yes. Just
2: one final thing. You know, when you're reading a book, uh, any recommendations of how long at one time you should
0: read? At one time. Yes, this is uh, also a very good question. In some uh, books, you know, they say something like 40 minutes you study and then you take a break but i think this also depends on your habit some people alhamdulillah they can study you know 2 hours without any problem mm-hmm. so but if it is reading on especially computer you know, a screen i think 30 40 minutes then you should have a little break mm-hmm. Sometimes even maybe you choose uh, for example another subject this is also mm-hmm. possible you study one hour philosophy or kalam, then another hour, for example, mm-hmm. history. You changing the subject mm-hmm. is also good. Mm-hmm. Uh, in mm-hmm. Adab al mentions this, that uh, sometimes, you know, he mentions one of the ulama says he used to have different books uh, next to him. Mm-hmm. When he was tired from one book, he was reading another book. Mm-hmm. So this is also possible. But physically, maybe after 40 minutes for the, uh, or so, a little movement, a little you know change helps you know. in all. Is it okay to spend if you have the time
2: uh, of say a day when you're just uh, reading? Is it okay to spend the majority of that day on one book? Would you say that's
0: okay? If it it depends. Sometimes you have to do uh, an exam, you have to prepare something based on one book, then you do it. But if it's going to make you tired and you cannot concentrate, then shift to another book. But if you can have a good concentration, continue with the same book. Because concentration also is helpful. Because if you change the topic, then your mind can be uh, losing, you know, the focus. But what is important is, when something becomes tiring, then the benefit might go down. So move to another book. Then, when you are OK, you can go back. Yes? Shefna,
2: I've noticed one problem with myself uh, is with the effort that I put. Yes. So sometimes, when I have the time, I take a book and I read it in two days, maybe. But then I sometimes can't. Uh, continue about 15 minutes a day If on the days that I don't have the time so sometimes I'm reading so much and sometimes it's
0: like a month I'm not reading what do you suggest regularity is very important if you do little which is continuing is better so it's good to keep a, something minimum, but If you have holidays, you can add to it. But to completely stop is not good. But you don't need to keep it always to that minimum. If you have more time, some days, you can study more. But the minimum should be kept. You know, like one hour should be kept per day, so that it becomes your habit.
2: One hour reading,
1: sorry? Yeah.
0: Last week we said that for students is not enough, but for people who are not students, at least one hour per day they should read. And for
1: students?
0: Students as much as possible. Eight hours, twelve hours, fourteen hours, as much as possible. <laughs> yes, as much. <laughs> as much as is possible. Yeah. Sometimes you have to work and study. So, of course, then you cannot study 12 hours. But if you can study full-time, it's better. If you cannot, part-time. As much as possible. What is important is that you do your best. Then Allah, inshallah, puts barakah in your work. OK, thank you very much. <laughs>